0: Spencer Cobran's The Fault Truth.
1: Hey, you're on the air. Who's this and where are you calling from? Hello?
0: Hey there, It's David. Hi, hi. David from New York.
1: David from New York. You're going to have to uh, either switch directly to your phone or...
0: Uh, Let me see one second. One second.
1: Uh, Hi, can you hear me better now? Much better, David. Much
0: better. Uh, All right, perfect. Uh, What? There we go. There we go. All right, got it. I was in my car. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. I was listening to the earlier caller and, uh, at first I was like, you know, I can't really, can't really relate to him because my hair loss situation is much different. But then he was from New York talking about Dr. Dorn. I'm like, Oh, interesting. I'm actually, uh, that's where I got my first transplant from. So, uh, anyway, um, yeah, that was interesting. But, uh, anyway, let me, I guess brief you in with, uh, what's going on here. So, I had my first transplant three years ago when I was, I think, 22. I was in Norwood too. I really didn't need it. Like Dr. Doran told me, you don't need it, but if you want it, you know, it's a, it's a risk, but uh, if you are willing to take it. And I kind of had that, uh, you know, greed before even having my first transplant, I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I, I describe myself as like weirdly educated and, and uh, uneducated about the process because I knew I was not going to go the cheap route. I knew. Like, I was going to research a good doctor who produced good results, but I didn't really know all the terminologies and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, well, I guess it's a safe choice. So uh, anyway, did that, and uh, thankfully worked out pretty well. So I um, now, three years later, um, everything has held up. I haven't had any other hair loss, and all the grafts are still there. The scars here nice heal nicely. I actually got um, SMP over there to cover up, you know, the... So just, you know, could blend in. So kind of a short haircut. So that's, uh, I guess that's worked out pretty well. So Are, are you, are you um, on Finasteride
1: now? Okay.
0: No, no, I'm not. I actually got prescribed. I took it for about a month, um, but then I realized I didn't need it, actually, because I'm not really thinning. It was just that I, you know, was that like a Norwood tooth when I was about 16, and it never progressed. So I was like, all right, that's where I'm holding. And then I got the transplant at 22. So, um, yeah, and everything's held up. So... At this point, the reason I'm calling is because I just got a consultation recently about getting, and this is where the hair loss, the greed comes in, about getting a second procedure um, just to add density. So, again, I don't appear like I'm balding. No one ever called, says I'm balding. You know, before I actually got the first transplant, I had a couple friends say something like, oh, are you starting to bald or something like that? But it was never like, oh, you're balding. Uh, But since then, I haven't had any of those comments. So, um, I'm, it's, I don't know if it's a greed thing. I, I guess my question is this, like, do I have a chance of fucking things up? That's yes. more what
2: I'm asking. 100%. Yes.
1: You have, a, you, have yes. A, you have about the same chance of fucking things up currently in your situation now as you do of having a, the same outcome that you had for your first procedure, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay. You have more right. hair now in that given area. That means you have more hair to lose in that given area, even if it's transplanted hair. Once your, right. com- once your scalp is compromised, it's compromised. Once you've changed the integrity of your scalp, you've changed the integrity of your scalp. It sounds to me like you had a strip procedure initially. So you, you have a, right. a, a linear scar. You change the integrity of the scalp minorly because you had one procedure. And you ha- already had to have SMP. You could go through that whole process. The best case scenario is you go through that whole process again. You have a little bit more hair. And, you know, you change the integrity of your scalp even more, lose more elasticity. You've used really precious donor hair that you may need if you do start to progress in the future. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you are...
2: Was your first surgery a strip or was it FUE? So Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, sorry. It was, yeah, it was a strip. It was a strip. I actually, by the way, I don't know if I needed the, the SMP. It was just I wanted to buzz it down to, like, a very short, and I, then it would show. But if I have, like, a five or six, you know, then it's, then it's not a problem.
1: Well, it's okay. It wasn't like it was easily. It, yeah. It's okay that you had the SMP and that it worked out for you. You know, all of it seems right. like you, it worked out, even though... um you were young, and, you know, it, you, you're, you're telling me that it doesn't, you don't think that you actually had androgenetic alopecia or progressive hair loss. Um, mm-hmm. It's possible that, okay, you, you kind of lucked out. It worked out. It was a good procedure. Dr. Doran made the right judgment call in your particular case, even though I felt you were young, but I, I'm not your doctor. And you're happy with the results. If you kept the hair that you have right now, and this is something that you need to think about, if you were able to keep the the head of hair that you have right now for the next five years, would you be happy?
0: So the short answer is yes, I would definitely be happy. Like I'm not, depressed about it now or anything. Um, My only issue is that I'm always like, you know, they say uh, the enemy of good is better. I'm always like, well, if it's good now, why not get better? But I know that, I guess that's why I'm calling now. Because I didn't go ahead and book a surgery, I didn't you know pay a deposit or anything. I just had the consultation about a week ago. Um, he pretty much when I showed up, he's like, "What are you doing here?" You know, you had a great result. Why you back? And I was like, "Well, you didn't mention you know originally he told me you could come in for a second one if you want to add density." So I was like, "I'm just here for the density." Uh, he said he would perform it, but he really didn't recommend it. So that's why I'm kind of thinking, well, if he's not recommending it, it sounds like you're not. Maybe I should take. You know
1: the smart approach, and actually... it's a fucking bad move, yo. That's all I'm going to tell you. Bad move. You could end up.
2: L- calling let's, us let's back in six let's, months. Let's back up. Huddle, huddle
1: yeah. under your huddled. the tough word. Under your kitchen sink with a bottle of Jack Daniels, <laughs> wishing that you never even thought about Look,
2: this. You said earlier that when you go out, no one no one suspects that you've had a hair transplant, and no one suspects that you've that you've lost your hair, and you didn't really lose your hair as right. a Norwood too, but you just want a little more density. So, the 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 question is, or the question was, um, you know, can can you be happy with with where you are now? Of course, mm-hmm. you are. You are happy with where you are now, and why risk it? Like, you're you're what twenty five now?
0: Twenty five. Yeah, correct.
2: Yeah, you're 25 years old. You got a strong hairline. Um, You want to add just a little more hair. And I say it like that because that's almost verbatim, the exact phrase that everyone says when they want like a second or third surgery. Just a little more. Mm -hmm. But what comes with that just a little more? Just a little more scarring. Another chance of, of maybe it not working out the way you want to. And then that second surgery with just a little more hair becomes a third surgery to fix that second surgery for just a little more hair. Mm. Like, you're, you're fine now. So why, why risk it?
0: Why? Right, right. So I, there's I guess... the
2: money. There's the, down, the downtime for mm. a moderate improvement, a, a small improvement where you don't really need an improvement to begin with. I, under, I understand. Like, you're standing there in the mirror every day get ready for work or, or going on a date or whatever. You're fixing your hair and you're like, yeah, be nice. A little thicker. I get it. But if it looks good enough, why fuck with it? Yeah. Every time Joe, save your every money, time Joe gets out of the shower, your he hair. says the
1: same thing about himself. And he's just like, what can I do? No,
2: fair and enough. And make no enough. mistake. Like it, like the op, the options there. I mean, one of the best hair transplant doctors is talking about his hair. Ah, <laughs>
1: uh, see what dude, I deal l- with here, dude. Listen, man, you are in a in a in an excellent position. You're young. You had a great procedure. You currently yeah. look like you have a full head of hair. There may be a ch- maybe a time when you don't, and you're going to need those two thousand grafts or those fifteen hundred grafts to give you back what you currently have now.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Right. I guess it's a bit more context. So the first procedure was 800 graft. The second one, he recommended the same thing if I want to move forward. Uh, I am honestly leaning towards no, because what you're saying, basically, it's kind of like I had that. That was sort of my feeling towards it. And it sounded like it was Dr. Dorn's feeling, and now it's your feeling. So it's just like, you know, it, it that sounds like it makes sense. But part of my theory, what I was thinking was like, originally, he told me I could have shock loss. And I haven't had any of that. So I was like, listen. It sounds like most of my hair is pretty stable. So I was like, if I don't have...
2: That's, that's irrelevant. Be- the stability of your current hair has nothing to do with the chances of shock loss because there are multiple forms of shock loss. You got uh, shock loss due to the interruption of blood flow in that area. So, so that can affect terminal hair that is otherwise, quote unquote, stable. You've got um, okay. physical damage to the neighboring hair. That can cause shock loss, um, where they're they're physically destroyed by whatever needle or blade or, or whatever's being used to make the the recipient sites. And you know, th- this, this is nothing against Dr. Doran. I mean, it's just it's just a factor of of life, where if you have existing hair, you run the chance of some of that hair being physically damaged from subsequent surgeries, whether it's it's uh, native hair or surgical, surgically placed hair before. Um, both, both scenarios can happen independently or, or combined. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, uh, there, there are several ways that that can happen. So st- stable or not, that, that's, that's not on the table. That, that's not what um, influences whether or not your, your hair goes through some sort of effluvium, whether it be temporary or permanent, because sometimes it's temporary, sometimes permanent, it just depends on uh, how the shock loss was initiated to begin with. So mm-hmm. don't look at it like that because you just don't know. I mean, Dr. Dorn even said that there could be some shock loss. And this just as just as true today as it was before your first surgery. Right. So basically everything uh-huh. that he said before this first surgery applies to any surgery that you have after that.
1: Let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. yeah. Put this in context. And no, we don't know who you are. So did you, did you ever drive drunk or buzzed after you had a couple of drinks?
0: I honestly, um, let me try to think. No, I really do It's like one thing I try to avoid. Maybe one or two drinks, but but no.
1: Okay. I actually got nothing. So, <laughs> well, so you, you, you decide to get into a car after having one or two drinks, and you got away with it, you weren't pulled over, you didn't hurt anybody. Think of it that way. You, know, you get away with it until you don't in life. And when it comes right. to, to this, You got away with it, man. You had a relatively small procedure that impacted your life uh, in a positive way, and you didn't have shock loss. You weren't worse for the wear. You ended up with a better head of hair than you had three years ago, and you still have that. That's it. You hit the lottery. I, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that you are really upping your risk significantly by having another surgery now. And what I mean by your risk, your risk of being unhappy and really fucking up a good thing. So mm-hmm. my advice is do not do anything until you really need to. And hopefully that won't be that will be for many years.
0: Got it, okay, so this, I guess my final two questions, and I appreciate that. So I think honestly I will hold off for now I don't plan it was a complimentary consultation so um, but my two questions is for now just to add some density to the corners you know around the temple just like you know where I got the original procedure I was looking at different things and sorry, I'm probably not as familiar with hair loss as most of your as you're saying I, I went in the first procedure a little ignorant um, what kind of thing do you uh, topic? I mean hair fibers what kind of thing do you recommend just as like a temporary thing
1: Hair, fiber, now, hair, ha- hair fibers could be great if if they work with your hair. If you have enough hair in the hairline, where you can use it, use them correctly with a little hairspray, and not where it doesn't look fake. Uh, if you finesse it right, it could really thicken up your hairline. A hundred percent. Okay. I mean, and- the stuff could be magical if if it's used correctly. Right. I'm testament. Right. I'm testament to that. mm
0: Hmm. And, and, and in terms of surgery, do you like, should I check back? And if you, I, what should I look out for if I potentially should, like, would you ever recommend another surgery or is it should go on finasteride first? Like, what's the long-term?
1: Surgery is last I resort. I, I mean, you, 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 you use it as a first resort to correct what you thought was a recessed hairline. Uh, that may have been nature. You may have had just a mature hairline or you've had it for, since you were 16. Again, you lucked out. You know, If you actually start to miniaturize, and, you, and say you're assessed by Dr. Doran and he checks for miniaturization of the hair follicle and he says, you know what, it looks like you're dealing with male pattern hair loss now or male, male pattern baldness, that's when medication mm-hmm. comes into play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But until you get that diagnosis, until you see a significant change, until you see, or even a, a minor change, if you start to see that your hairline is receding or that you are seeing more hair being shed on, on you know significant amounts of hair being shed, uh, if you see thinning in the crown, then you're probably at, at the beginning throes of male pattern hair loss. That's when you start medication or consider it. Mm-hmm. Right. But as far as never having a transplant again, and yeah, never say never. I mean, you may it may come a time when all right, I lost more hair. This worked for me the first time. I'm going to have another one. But by that time, if that's the case, you will probably be prescribed medication to go along with the transplant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Even all
0: though, right. even though so you much. said that
1: you were prescribed it initially, and you, you... yeah,
0: yeah, I I just used it for about a month. I didn't just, it was just I don't even know if it wasn't side effects. I just was, I don't
1: know, just
0: the upkeep of having taking it taken every day. And I was like, and I was reading about side effects, side side effects on the internet. So I was like, all right, it's probably not worth it. If I don't need it.
1: If you don't need it, there's no point in taking it. Of course. All right, man, listen, good luck. I'm glad you called. Thanks so much. All right, take care. Thanks, man.
2: All right, right. good luck. Hey,
1: guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Bald Truth. You know, the broadcast streams live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. If you'd like to watch the show or see us in studio, call us live, ask any questions. If you have any concerns, if you just wanna vent, you can check us out on Joe Tillman's YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash hair transplant mentor, or you can watch and listen to us live on thebaloftruth.com.